What is going on, lovely people? Welcome back to another episode of the Editorial Podcast. I'm Nikki. And this is Chris coming at you with uh, 9,683,628 Honeywell portable air conditioners between us. Speaking of uh, portable air conditioners, it is dang hot. Nikki, I'm on week two of a heat wave that has been across Toronto. And at least you have seawater to buffer the heat. I have a lake and then like an oven's worth of condos from the lake that separates any sort of like cooling air from coming this way because of like the myriad of condos that have gone up against the water. So I live in a literal wood fire oven situation right now. Just heat upon heat it has been plus 40 degrees plus humidity that's another thing that you guys don't have on the west coast is the humidity uh oh yeah i know we don't yeah it feels like you're walking through soup on the best of days i am exhausted i'm tired i'm going to fit myself in my freezer and never come out again sounds thick um we are also (laughs) we are also experiencing some heat but uh Maybe not 40 degrees. Um, I get in my car in the daytime and it tells me that it's at like 27, but I already can't breathe. So, Jesus. I mean, yeah, we don't have humidity. But then the thing is like maybe because there's so many mountains here and it's like, I don't know, fresher air over here on the West Coast that uh, the sun when it comes down at you, there's no layer of like pollution that like filters out the sun rays. And so, like, you feel it on your skin. Yeah, I like, get immediately. that. Immediately. <laughs> immediately as I step off the plane in Vancouver, like, my, I go lightheaded because the oxygen is, is just too much for my, for my head. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. We're basically, like, what is that? Where is that, like, monk place? Like, Tibet or something. What is that? That place where there's, like, high elevation yeah. in, like, China? Yeah, Tibet, right? Yeah, Am yeah, I right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay, and then they also have a fascination, yeah, with, like, penises there. Is that the same place? I don't think it's Uh, the same place. I saw some YouTube video. (laughs) Don't think it's the same place. I saw some YouTube video where, um, I feel like it is, um, that there's these, like, it's it's supposed to, like, like, warn off, like, spirits and stuff because there's like a really horny female ghost that, like, haunts the place, and so they draw penises, like, all over the place, like, paint them uh, like they're like it's like graffiti art but like murals of like just like phallic penises is that what is that the right word yeah it is guys if you know what she's talking about can you please corroborate this because this is crazy babbling to me this doesn't sound right can someone fact check me because i feel like i i don't know what i watched but there's a place they're they're really into it they do they're like really into like buddhism there and like you can literally buy a painting of a penis. Where did I watch this? And what am I watching at night? Sorry. Oh my continue. god. <laughs> no. And what am I watching? Dude, at no, night? it was like <laughs> it's literally some guy went to go and do an interview. I swear. Oh, you know what it is? It's from the YouTube channel um, where the guys they get uncomfortable. They do uncomfortable things. Seek discomfort. That's what they're called. Oh seek discomfort and i think it's one of those dudes they want to go and meet with the previous like prime minister or man in charge or whatever they call him there um of like tibet or something formal man in charge and like yeah and like and they're just asking like why is there so many penises around um and yeah like so sorry we like took a detour really early on in the show but like this is uh, what else this is normal for us. Like, if anybody's expecting anything yeah. else, like, <laughs> you're in the wrong spot. <laughs> yeah, this is the wrong podcast. I mean, go go back to, like, Joe Rogan or something. <laughs> I feel like Joe Rogan listeners shouldn't be listening to us. You know what? I wonder what would happen if we got, like, a peer review from, like, other podcasters. 
I feel like they would be like, nah, bro. Like that would be the that would be the review. Nah, bro. That would just be it. Yeah. Like, nah, bro, in quotations, dash vanity fair are like <laughs> You know how they, yeah. You know yes. how they like write reviews for like, the, yeah, yeah. Sensation for a generation. Sensation yeah. for a generation from Vogue magazine. Yeah, from Anna Wintour. From Vogue. <laughs> from GQ magazine. From GQ magazine. Oh, yeah. Or man. like Architectural Digest. From Arch- <laughs> From Chatelaine magazine. The magazine yeah. of divorced moms everywhere. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I went to a friend, like a friend gathering for one of Mr. Farmus's friends, and like he had invited us over to their place to play water pong. Um, what? Which is beer pong? Yeah, it's like beer pong, but instead of drinking beer as um, as the pe- as the penalty or punishment for losing the game, you actually drink a whole red solo cup of water. Brita filtered water. How do you keep your friends but, hydrated? Yeah, <laughs> and and as and as the uh, what is that thing called when it's there's a grid of like nine squares and it's like morally correct or like f- whatever whatever. Do you know what I'm yeah, talking yeah, yeah. about? Yeah, like the lawfully good. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. So lawfully evil me fucking brought a watermelon to water pong night and so people were eating watermelon and getting already full of water because it's like 90 percent water watermelon and then also then drinking full-on cups of water when you lose a game so i drank the least amount of water i drank three cups because i i lost three games um of not just water pong but there was like card games or which whoever loses chooses the next game right and uh but the guy who lost the most drank like i think it was seven or eight cups of straight like just water and i think he threw up a little yeah um i didn't know that water can make you throw up yeah this is like like a new revelation for me oh but here's the thing you don't actually get water poisoning and we googled this Unless you drink 126 cups of those red solo cups. Yeah, I believe that. So you can't really... At 126 cups, that's a lot. After seven, you throw up. So how in the world do you just drink consecutively 126 cups, right? Listen, nonetheless, in this Toronto uh, weather, guy, yeah, you probably could. You probably could. I'm like... Yeah, you probably could. Seven bottles fill of my swell, my purple swell bottle, courtesy of Nikki. I've filled that up like seven times today already. And it's five o'clock. But your swell bottle is also like half the size of a normal human's water bottle. <laughs> I failed to realize when I bought that for you. <laughs> it's a it's like mini size. It's a decent sized bottle. Yeah, look at it. She's she's pretty large. Oh, yeah. okay. She's like your forearm. Oh shit. Okay, so I thought it was like I don't know a baby's forearm size. No, she's she can fit about like a good half liter in there. She she's she's good. Nice. Okay. Well, good to stay hydrated, and you know, it's a it's a hydrating girl summer. I mean, clearly, that's like millennial beer pong. It's like at this point, it's like we're past the point of 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 getting drunk. It's like now we just need to stay hydrated because we are just you know pounding back iced coffees and anxiety pills. So we got to remember to stay hydrated. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like. I just saw a meme the other day where it was like, or not a meme, but like a IG reels, if that's even a thing, uh, you losers who don't actually have the balls to download TikTok. I sure don't. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> um, it was like uh, a guy, like you see him clubbing and it's like, and the caption was like, uh, in my 20s, not worrying about three pills three pills given to me by a stranger and having a good time and then in my 30s now super super concerned about how many vitamins i can take a day (laughs) i was like nice this is like this sums it up this like honestly i never understood why people would grow out of like feeling young and going to like doing activity stuff 
exciting stuff. I'm like, exciting stuff is nice, you know? Exciting stuff is you nice get in all moderation. Like, I'm like, I'm tired all the time. Like, exciting stuff. Yeah, but that's because we're 30 now. I know, but that just means that I need a nap after an exciting thing. I'm like, oh, that was exciting. I need to go and nap for an hour to, like, recharge my batteries because <laughs> I've just expired completely. Yeah, yeah. I, I think as – because Mr. Pharmacist is super self-aware. And so because of that, it makes me self-aware, like, secondhand smoke, you know? Like, unfortunately <laughs> – like it just rubs off on me so like jesus like you know he's just like oh yeah i realize that my social meter now is like very empty i've spent two nights out hanging out with friends and i can no longer i can no longer like you know function properly to to be around people and be like talkative and and stuff and sociable right and so he will he will say to me like i am done like i need to be by myself now i need to like recharge and i was like oh shit and then there was one time when i was talking to him for like he asked me like a plot of something or or something i don't know and you know how i go off for like a straight like 27 minutes um, i know it's my favorite thing yeah so i did that and they're unlike anything else you will ever (laughs) see in your entire life uh, ask her to explain Go back the to the episode. literally any movie, and it yeah. is better than the movie. <laughs> no, no, no. I was thinking, go back to the episode where we talk about, like, folktale. Where we talk about, yes. like, yeah, <laughs> Chinese, like, myths. <laughs> oh, my God. I hadn't, I had laughed so hard during that episode. I was in tears for, like, 50% of it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, like, yeah, that's pretty much, like, we're, what we're dealing with here. And then... I had told him about this plot that he asked me about. And then after the whole thing, he was silent and like listening intently. And he's like, does it ever like tire you out when you talk so much? Like, uh, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm impressed because I don't think I can talk for that long and not be tired for like three days in a row. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess that's like a, you know, a superpower I have. Yeah. (laughs) honestly good on you i like i burn out so fast now like i don't know i hit 25 and i was just like nah i'm i'm turning towards a hermit life like straight up Mm. hermit like i can i can go to the grocery store and like talk to the cashier for two minutes and i'm like nah bro i've had enough today i need to go and like Uh. sit in solitude for six hours (laughs) yeah yeah oh it took me like all my energy just to say hi to the cashier and now I can't be bothered. <laughs> Literally. Usually I'm just like, let me just like tip you the 18% and you can just leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of uh, leaving people alone, this episode is one that was in the in the pipeline for now, I don't know, a good like, like three months, 14, 14 <laughs> weeks. It's a solid like avocado sized fetus right now. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh let's talk about it yeah well it started a few weeks ago and you know height of wedding season and and you know we're all poor broke sad millennials yeah and even poor broker sadder gen z kids mm. and people are getting married and like it's all over your facebook feeds like your friends are getting married your brother's getting married your sisters are getting married your aunties uncles everybody and i'm like how do y'all have money for this like the price of oranges went up like three whole dollars for one orange. Like, what? Yeah, dude. Green onions now are not 99 cents for two. It's literally $1.29 for one bunch. And I was like, it's green onions. Guys, like literally during COVID, all we did was grow was green onions grow green in like onions. a paper cup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, so uh, I don't understand. I don't get it. Like people are having like like couture dresses and like, you know, rare, rare flowers in their bouquets and whatnot. I'm like, bro, are you guys okay? Like, did you guys win the lottery and not tell us? Like, I don't understand how you guys are all doing this. First off, engagement rings, expensive. Yeah. Right? Like, it's either engagement ring. Can we agree on, like, the price of an engagement ring, though? Uh, You know what it should be? No dollars. None. Zero dollars. Okay. (laughs) This is the difference between me and Chris. <laughs> uh, 
There should be a mutual agreement marry- where you're like, do you want to yeah. get married? And you're like, yes. And you're like, cool, we've done the thing. Done. Verbal agreement and out the door. No one's in debt. It's like and you everything go to the is park fine. and you pick those little white flowers and you like twist it together and you make a little ring and you give it to Chris and she's like, this is good enough. Done. <laughs> I've been like, this costed you exactly zero dollars. That is exactly what it should have costed you. <laughs> And I'm like, bitch, don't come near me unless you spend at least three months of your fucking salary. <laughs> well, here's the thing about that, though, right? So, like, even if we're start, Okay, guys, before we get into this, that was, like, a very sad segue. We didn't even talk about what we were talking about. Right. <laughs> we're talking about the pros and cons of weddings. Not marriage. Weddings. So, my first thing is, like, even talking, like, engagement rings, right? So... The De Beers Corporation, which is, like, the the big corporation that owns, like, all diamonds, right? There's, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 I yeah, I watched yeah. Blood Diamond. Yeah, Exactly, yeah, yeah. right? Like, they were the ones who started the campaign that a, a, an engagement ring should cost... Diamonds are a girl's Yeah, exactly. And they also started the myth that a diamond should cost three months' salary. So it's, like, it's all just sound marketing. Like, the idea that diamonds are rare or diamonds are this or diamonds are that... Diamonds don't mean anything. They are shiny rocks. You know what that makes us? That makes us crows. Like crows are now on par with women who are like diamond rings. Because you know what? You can get a lab created diamond and they are chemically the exact same compounds. And you know what? Oh, yes. A tiny child does not have to die in a mind just so you could get that and for the De Beers to sell it to you at like a 5,000% markup. That's stupid. While also paying that kid three day salaries in in four grains of rice. So how do you feel about that now? No, I know that. I'm not down for a diamond. Like I don't have to. I don't have to have a diamond. Um, and I'm down for like anything that saves a small African child. So like, don't you know? It's okay if it's a lab grown one. But I'm also I also understand that diamonds are worthless, and even maybe lab grown ones. But, like, what's really worth it is, like, gemstones. Like, fucking come at me with, like, an oh emerald God. an emerald ring. I'm down. I'm down. Give me give me a shiny pebble. A I'm down. shiny pebble. Are you a penguin? I'll drop my pants. Yeah. <laughs> if I was a penguin, I don't have pants. Pants already dropped. Pants don't exist. Oh, my God. Jesus. Well, the whole thing is, is like, so you're already spending, you know, upwards of 10K on a ring before the even, before the wedding even starts, right? Before any of that nonsense starts. This is just to ask. You're already in the five digit realm of like just expenditure, five digits. And nothing has happened yet. You have asked a question and you're already in probably got your dick sucked. And yes. Wow. Already in debt, right? (laughs) In in this economy, you're already in debt. Now, you get to all of the dumb, like, the the showers. Because now you have to have the engagement shower. Where, you know, your aunties and uncles are going to put $50 in a card and give it to you and say, congratulations. Is that $50 going to do anything for your crippling debt that you just incurred in order to spend money on a ring so you can ask a question? No. It's not going to do anything. Right. Right? It doesn't matter how many $50 cards you have. Unless you have, like, a very wealthy uncle who, like, became wealthy under mysterious circumstances and gave you, like, $2.3 million. Like, it's useless. It's worthless. Nobody wants a blender. Nobody wants a KitchenAid stand mixer. Nobody wants any of that. Especially if you don't have a house to put it in because you're in debt. uh, And you can't afford a house. I want all those things. I want all those things. I literally want a Smeg toaster. I want a smeg refrigerator. Yeah, well, guess what, Nikki? You can't afford that because your partner, Mr. Pharmacist, is now 10K in debt from the ring he just, the emerald ring he just had to buy you to ask you to marry him. I'll just get the 10K emerald ring from someone else and then marry Mr. Pharmacist. Okay, cool. Great. Solid plan. Yeah. Solid plan. Solid plan. (laughs) I'll just go on, I'll go on like, only fans and like sell collarbone pictures or something does anybody want those or like the back of my knee i'm sure that's sexy no one has seen it in the world so it's an exclusive (laughs) 
Sure. And I'll get that money back. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I was reading a study where it was, like, on average in 2021, when we still had restrictions and stuff, like, it was about $28,000 on average for 150 guests for a wedding. $28,000. That's not including, like, all of the stuff before and after. That's not including a bachelor party. That's not including... You know, the engagement ring, what is the it wedding ring. Though? Like the food? That's including the venue? venue, food, like, you know, dresses, all of that crap. Like, that's what that's costing. And not even, like, your bridesmaids and your groomsmen have to, like, shell out their own money to wear a suit that they're never going to wear again because you wanted everybody to wear, I don't know, hunter green suits so they can all look like tiny leprechauns to your wedding that they'll never wear again. That's me. Yeah, that's you got to come in. You got to come in with like a dusty sage color. God help me. You know, and some like you know nice suede Chelsea boots. Oh my god! And uh, it this will be like the most fantastic like autumn autumn wedding that you'll ever go to in the middle of a park. In the middle of a park under trees that are thousands of years old that represent my love that's solidified in eternity. And it'll fuck it up if you don't come in sage. So, yeah. Nikki, I'm I'm sick the day of your wedding. I'm I'm sick that day. I can't come. Good, because it's the next day. No! <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> uh, yeah, but like in Toronto, like I was looking at a poll, but it was like back in 2015, like people believe that the average cost of a wedding was like 10000 but it was actually like close to 40000 or more. In Toronto. Are you kidding? That's so much money. That's a down payment on a house. I feel That's like... That's a car. I, no, yeah, no. What? That's a car, maybe, but not a down payment on a house. That's part of a down payment $40, on a house. $40,000. That's like one third of a down Still, payment. Still, that is money that you could, you could buy... <laughs> a house with <laughs> instead of throwing a party for people that you don't even really like true true here's the other thing is that i don't think i know 150 people that i like enough to invite to such a event in my life fair you know i mean like that's that's like twenty eight thousand dollars for 150 people that's a lot of fucking people yeah and that's on the lower side like i don't know where you're getting married in like the middle of winnipeg but like in toronto that number is closer to about 60 well, also, you don't, like, does this factoring in the fact that, like, Chinese receptions are much cheaper than, like, white people receptions? Because we ain't about to serve that, you know, fancy-ass, like, I don't know, whatever it is that you guys get catered. You're not like, out here with this filet mignon. Yeah, no, man, bro, we get, like, you want lobster? We got lobster, okay? But, like, it's, like, you know, Chinese price. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, like, everything comes out in the middle of the table, and there's, like, a lazy Susan, and you fucking pick out your own food that you want. It's not, like, a super mini plate of, like, this, and then, like, they have to wash, like, a bajillion plates in the back. Nah, man, it's mostly labor. Yo, that stresses me out. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, highest ticket price, like, 49.6% of your budget will be just reception and catering alone. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, are you kidding me? Like, I find it absolutely ridiculous that I'm paying... I'm paying so much money. I'm paying, what, $30,000 out of my pocket just to have a meal and feed some people. I have a DJ that's going to play, I don't know. T-Pain all night. Come on, Eileen. No, T-Pain. Sure. Yes. Just. I know, me. it's going to be T-Pain, but like any other wedding, it's going to be, you know, Sweet Caroline. Rick Roll. Wait, Rick Roll? Sure. Is that the guy's name? Rick Astley. Rick Swanson. No, wrong guy. Rick, Rick Astley. Yeah. You know what I'm You're talking about. You're thinking of Ron Swanson. Oh, Ron Jesus Swanson. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not really good with names. <laughs> Let's play word association with Nikki. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it will be the most fucked up game you'll ever play in your life. <laughs> I was like Rick Swanson. I was like Rick Astley. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna come out knowing me better than me knowing you. It's, it's always an entertaining game. Yeah, always. Always. <laughs> yeah, no, but you know what? I, like, it's my fantasy to like have Nobu catering. Like, at my reception Girl, what? of, like, five people. I could probably only afford to feed five people. 
you could probably afford to pay just you and Mr. Pharmacist. Like, yeah, yeah. It'll just be the two of you at the table. No one else. <laughs> we're gonna no one run else away. gets to eat that day. We're going to elope and then we're just going to like elope to LA where we go and we sit down at Nobu and then we say our vows there and that's it. <laughs> Yo, literally Lakeview. Just pull up at the Lakeview, call it a day and it's done. You know just what? Like, yeah, if over, you booked out Lakeview. Over milkshakes. If you booked out Lakeview for Lakeview oh, for a reception, booking it out. Whoa. There's no reception. There's just a table. Okay, but I mean you could and myself though. and I mean I could, but like for why? We'll have them like cater your wedding. Fucking apple pie milkshakes. No, everywhere. why would I do that? You go to City Hall, you sign some papers, and then it's like you just go about your day. You only paid what three hundred dollars for the license, and you call it a day. That's like the world's cheapest wedding. Are you kidding? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. But, like, where's the magic, Chris? What magic? Like, you know, I don't believe in Disney, but I sure believe in, like, haunted houses. So, like, where's the magic? But I sure (laughs) believe in haunted houses, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. And I think we just found the episode's name. (laughs) No. Can it be something you say for once and not something ridiculously stupid that I pull out of my ass in the last minute? I don't believe in Disney. (laughs) But I sure do believe in haunted houses. You know, people ask what our podcast is about, and I honestly can't tell them because I don't. It was really funny. Yeah, I had to describe it the other day, and I was just like, I don't know what we we what we're about. Like, what do we even do here? Are we servicing the public? <laughs> I mean, listen, I get very aggressive, and you hold my earrings oh. when I get aggressive, oh, which shit. I mean is nice. Yeah, which is yeah. Okay. <laughs> So, so like, are we, like, is this, like, a long, long version of, like, PSAs every every episode we're doing? Yeah, I mean, like, this service? PSAs don't have a wedding because it's a stupid amount of money to spend. <laughs> <laughs> Do literally anything else with that money because it's better spent than a wedding. <laughs> yeah, don't fall in love. Uh, be a hermit for the rest of your life and, like, save that yeah. money for, like, a down payment. Exactly. Exactly. Like... <laughs> I then have to pay a photographer to capture people that I didn't, I don't even like. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I have to pay for flowers that are going to die, right? I have to pay for like hair and makeup so I don't look like a, like a lizard woman. I got to pay for entertainment because God forbid people just want a DJ. Like people also want what? Like those stupid photo booths. And, like, they want, like, I don't know, Adam Sandler to come in as as the wedding singer from the movie The Wedding Singer <laughs> and sing. <laughs> Good plug. <laughs> yes. That was the cleanest plug I've ever done. Yes. I, I, would, like to, I would like to hire Michael Bublé um, because he's such a, like, you know, an important figure in my life. I thought the wedding would life. be to Michael Bublé. True. True, but I'm not a homewrecker. He has a wife now, unfortunately. So Listen, things change. Things happen. And this is also why you shouldn't spend money on a wedding because things do happen and you've just spent $40,000 on a party that you probably will then have to divvy up most of it in lawyers in a few years when you both decide that you want to get divorced. Okay, but what if like he paid for everything? Sorry, what if you're other partner paid for everything let's be politically correct here nikki come on get your shit together (laughs) get it together (laughs) uh still i'm like nah bro that means i still have to go through lawyers and stuff i'm like nah i'm good i'm good even if they want to pay for everything i'm like nah i'm good i don't want any of this i also have like social anxiety i don't want people looking at me Uh uh-huh you can just wear a mask it's just be like the mask singer the whole night of your wedding no, I want to be like Jim Carrey's The Mask. I want to wear like a garish uh, green mask all night. Yeah, that would fit with my olive um, suits for my... Uh, I just show up in all black with a green mask. And yes. he's like, yeah, that's on brand. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that, I wouldn't expect anything less from Chris. I'm like, <laughs> if you don't show up in a black suit with a green mask, I will be disappointed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I look like the Wicked Witch of the West. Just <laughs> Yes. Oh my god. Yeah, but it's like, then you also, oh, I forgot, you have to get like a cake to cut, 
And like, Nikki, did you know that officiants make on average about 500 bucks for a wedding? Oh, yeah, I know. I booked one before. Bro. Yeah. I'm in the wrong business. Like $500 for an hour of work. Yeah, and then imagine how many weddings you can do in a day. Exactly. Like, if you plan this just right, right? Like, everybody gets married, you know, earlier in the day. You just do, like, five weddings back to back. And you you use the same goddamn fucking speech, you know what I mean? They don't change it up, you know? Oh, yeah. They just say- You just change some details. Yeah. just, like, find three facts about, like, the bride and the groom. You just work it into it. And then all you need to do is just not fuck up their names. That's, like, your solo mission- in your whole career is just not to fuck up their names. Oh man, I would want, you know how they have like the the welcome sign in the front of the venue where it's like welcome to, it's like this and this person's wedding. Oh, I yeah, need yeah, that yeah. facing me at all oh, times. Yeah. Like that's what I'm staring down <laughs> right down the middle of the aisle the yeah. entire time. I'm like, don't mess this up. Just- <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you never know, man, Freudian slip. You never know. That then you have to like if you're just like oh yeah and it's like Ross and Rachel and much like Ross and Rachel and then you just go on a a a, a tandem about how this other couple just like you know re- reminds you of this current couple um, and you're like yes yeah. and they they live together for a million years just like you two shall and then it's like you just save yourself you're like done I got yeah. out of it I got yeah. in I got out no because you fumbled be like- the ball but I got in. Never take a break. And then if you are on a break, you should probably let the other person know whether or not you're sleeping with the other person, with someone else. Yes. And then one guy in the back is like, yeah. And you're like, not you, Dave. No. <laughs> Sit down. Uh, <laughs> no. I, I think that. Dave, like, am I right, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> I think like it's kind of, it, it can be so personal personalized though. Like how much money you spend or like how like, vastly extravagant you want your wedding to be because i'm sure people can get married like not just like signing papers at city hall but like there must be this whole great spectrum in between you know a very lavish wedding versus like signing papers at city hall there could be like hey i just want to have an intimate dinner and book out like you know a tiny restaurant for like 50 people and that would be my wedding and that would only really cost like I don't know, $100 per person. That's not bad. Like, I guess. I don't know. It's just, I think the whole, there's so, how do I say this? So there's like expectations that you have from your family as well, right? It's like, if you don't go this route, then you're cheap. You know what I mean? We only have this because we're Asian. (laughs) Yes. No one cares about a wedding favor. Like, people take the wedding favors and they just throw them out. Like, nobody wants your, your stupid, like, knick-knack nonsense like i don't want like two little chocolates like one white and one dark in a in a in a box with like some fancy paper i don't want that Mm. crap like get this away from me you spend so much money on this and what is it gonna what am i gonna do with it it's gonna get thrown out but if you don't do a favor then you're cheap right right so it's like what what do you do and it's like stationary if you don't use the right paper like, oh, clearly they're cheaping out for this wedding. I'm like, bro. You're killing trees. I didn't even want you there to no, begin with. I struggle with this too because I think about like, oh, well, this whole time when I was younger, I've been saving shit on my Pinterest, which is toxic because uh, just saying Pinterest is toxic. I, I've been wanting this like dream, <laughs> this like dream wedding board of like, you know, all this stuff that I've saved. And it's like, oh, all these nice like, cards and how they're printed and it's got like multiple layers and shit like that and i'm like oh but then i'm also a tree hugger so like i don't want to print shit on fucking paper right so then oh if i send an e-invite they're just like wow you're so cheap you can't even send us a fucking paper invite or whatever literally i don't know and then like also i have a cousin who um made uh what's it called uh reusable reusable uh bags and mm. printed their initials and the wedding date on it as a party favor, like a wedding favor, uh, and it was a reusable reusable tote bag. And I thought that was genius. Like every, I still reuse, I still use that tote bag. So like, I think if it's something that's like practical, I don't mind having that as a party favor. Like something like you know, uh, I don't know, reusable mesh bags for when you buy, you know, groceries. 
I think that's nice. I think now a question for you, Nikki. You're sitting down at your wedding, right? Yeah. Mr. Pharmacist is sitting next to you. It's like a lovely time. These favors are at the table when these guests walk in. Your auntie, who has come all the way from abroad, now sits down at the table and she looks at this and she goes, what the hell is this? And now what do you do? Well, clearly that auntie from abroad is not invited to the wedding. So you wouldn't even invite. So your parents wouldn't have a say in who you invite. No. I think this is the, I think this is also a topic of conversation because as immigrant children, first gen immigrant children, do we have a say in who we get to invite on the most important day, so-called important day of our life, right? Because do you have to appease your parents and all everybody that they want to invite? Because I can let you know right now, I probably only know like on the top of my head, like max like 11 people that I want to invite right that, I, that like, would be the thing love. I'd be like bro I could count three people that I talk to all the time and Nikki is yeah. one of them so like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. good to know I'm invited to my own wedding I talk to myself sometimes it's not a problem I swear yeah. I see a therapist <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I but you know it's like I have a massive extended family and those those family members have invited us to their weddings even though we're not close. So do then I have to as a Are you obligated? Yeah, are you obligated to invite exactly. them back? Right? And I'm like I don't like you people. Like I don't like I don't like people period. Like full stop. Like Yeah, I know. No cap. No, absolutely machine. not. Yeah. Exactly. I'm like, "Bro, city hall, call it a day. I don't want to see any of you people like Pull up at the Lakeview if you want a milkshake. And then that's just about it. I'm not renting wait, anything. There will be a booth judge with so four table with four seats. It's going to be like yeah, Game well, of Thrones <laughs> for those four seats. Won't Battle they, to like, the death. Won't they just judge you even harder then for not having a wedding? Oh, or yeah. And then you have to the deal with the family gossip around it, right? Um, I had a oh, cousin yeah. who this this is now her third marriage and she didn't invite the whole family. But, you know, it's also your third wedding. I'm like, what do you expect from us? Yeah. Uh, like, we already gave you the KitchenAid stand mixer. Like, if you lost that in the divorce, like, figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> you only get one KitchenAid stand mixer for the duration of your lifetime. <laughs> that's literally it. Like, once you have it, like, if you lose in the divorce, that's that's on you. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, she made the the decision to not invite the whole family. I'm like, good on you. Like, that might actually be the best situation. I mean, also third time like we've now taken many days out of our lives for you so i'm glad that i don't have to take a third Mm, one especially if it's like a brown wedding it goes on for like two yeah there's like you know and then even in a regular wedding right even in a normal wedding it's like you then have to get what is it list all the things with me there's the engagement party or the engagement shower there's the bridal shower there's Wait, there's an engagement shower? There's like an engagement party where you like invite everyone. You're like, my God, look at your ring. Oh, because he proposed. Oh, so the day that he proposes, yes. like after so there should be a little. That. Okay, okay, got it. And got then it. you have to do the stupid bridal shower. And then, you know, there's yeah. the bachelor party. And then there's the bachelorette yeah. party. Wait, is the bachelorette party and the bridal shower the same thing? Or are those two different things? I think they might be separate. I think so. That's four things now. And then you have the yeah. rehearsal dinner, which is just like a pre-wedding where you still have to spend money on a, on a dinner with people you don't care for. And I don't then, think that happens in Chinese weddings, but yeah, that's like a thing. <laughs> and then you have to go to brunch the next day after the wedding with the people who have just gotten married, who have been partying, you know, till 5 p.m. till 5 a.m. And now they want you to wake up at 8 a.m. so they can catch breakfast at the hotel. God help I me. didn't know that was a thing. That but is yeah, a thing. Okay. It's the That's worst. Rough. It's like, look at how much money as a guest you have to spend. How much trauma I have to give you in my time and money. Because you have to pay off at every single one of those events. But would you appreciate it more if, like, you didn't have to pay for any of those? Would you be down for all those activities then? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Because that's just extra socializing that I didn't have time for. Oh, I see. Okay. So it's not just, like, the money aspect. It's, like, the socializing aspect. Yeah, because then us as guests, as women, right, we then don't want to look like lizard women because every auntie is looking at us and can't wait to talk about us behind our backs. So 
we have to go to the bay and we have to get new spanks to pour ourselves into to make ourselves look even skinnier than we are and displace our organs so we can't enjoy a dinner that is probably not going to be very good to begin with. Then we have to go and get a dress to put over the spanks so that, you know, we look even better than we appear to be. And then we have to go and get our hair done and then we have to go and get makeup done. And then that's like six hours that you have to like spend on yourself to like make yourself look like a human functional person before you get to the event where then you have to like mingle with people for a few hours before you then get in a car and you go home and you eat Swiss Chalet in the car as you like roll your spanks down because you have been able to breathe for the last eight hours. You know what I mean? It's like a lot of harrowing, it's a lot of harrowing situations for just like one day. I just zoned out there for a second because that was such a vivid picture. I was just imagining Chris drinking fucking shally sauce out of a flask (laughs) (laughs) yeah you just put a straw in like the 12 ounce cup that they give you you just put a straw Mm. in and you just yeah you just go Mm. at it i can't remember who it is but somebody told me that shally sauce is not good after they heard our episode i was like huh we take away their canadian citizenship that's just it yeah If you don't like shallow sauce, you lose your Canadian citizenship. That's just that simple. (laughs) No, you just get immediately deported. Please run for your life to the Chinese embassy. (laughs) Exactly. Immediately. I'm like, no, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) We can put up with just about anything. You can't hate chalet sauce. You can hate Swiss chalet chicken. Like, I will say, Swiss chalet chicken's kind of trash. I haven't had, like, a white meat quarter chicken dinner where, like, the wing was so burnt it like crumbled because it was just so overdone mm. and like the breast is just so dry that you have to like douse it in sauce in order for it to like be chewable you know what i mean mm. ew okay yeah but like the sauce like the chalet sauce like that's what you come for like you dip your fries in it you like they give you a, a warm bun with it. Like you rip the bun apart and you like slather butter all over it. And then you like dip it in the chalet sauce. And it's like a, it's like a, it's like a scoop. You just scoop it and then you eat it. And then you burn your tongue because the chalet sauce was too hot. And then you like overestimate it because it smelled so good. You were like, I can handle this, but you clearly can't. You like huff around it. Cause you're like, you're like, you know, you breathe through your mouth as you try to cool it. But then it's like, you've already suffered third degree burns on your palate. So you're like, this is fine. This is just how I live now. Um, and then it's just you do it again and again and again until it's gone. Closed captioning. Chris used a lot of hand gestures just now because she's really passionate about chalet sauce. Guys, I feel like for the Canadian <laughs> citizenship test, like you should just have to drink a cup of chalet sauce. Like you shouldn't have to answer any questions. Like nothing or about sing Canadian Canadi- geography. Or like sing O Canada. <laughs> You don't even have to sing O Canada. You just have to drink 12 ounces of chalet sauce with a straw. Like, we just give you the cup with a straw, and you just have to drink it all in one go. And if you do it, you get your Canadian citizenship. It's just that simple. And then you'll also be a winner in water pong. Exactly. Exactly. I feel like the super Canadian version of pong, whatever pong it is, is chalet pong. Oh, dude, don't. (laughs) That's too much. It's too thick. (laughs) I think <laughs> just drink a whole That's solo a, cup of chalet sauce. Of chalet sauce, bro. One cup and then you're just your sodium intake is done for like the next ten years. Yeah, that's fine. Let's see let's see whose heart can take it the most. That's how you can measure oh strength. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I see. Bravery. Yeah, that's what measured that's what in being chalet a Canadian sauce. is all about. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, listen, out in Vancouver, you guys are fighting black bears. We're just out here trying not to die after we drink 12 ounces of chalet sauce. <laughs> Poon's got nothing on us. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? We have chalet sauce running through our veins. <laughs> yeah. You know those PSAs? And at the end of it, it's like, oh, brought to you by the Canadian government. Sponsored. And then at the end, it should be brought to you by the Canadian government. Sponsored by Swiss Chalet's chalet sauce. Trademark. <laughs> Guys, if you we could get Chal- like Swiss Chalet to sponsor me, I would be thrilled. <laughs> Out of all the people and things and companies, conglomerates that can sponsor us, you want Swiss Chalet. Yes. Give me that chalet sauce. Guys, I peddle your chalet sauce like you don't even understand. 
like like the Pope's the got fuck? holy water, I've got chalet sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Can you? You're just gonna put in like this little bamboo stick and just fucking whip it at people. Just stick yeah. it in the little thing and just whap ham. Like no, it's gonna be blessed. the black. <laughs> The black uh like cutlery that comes with your with your food, like wrapped in plastic with like a oh with a, yeah with oh, like a wet serviette. <laughs> It'll be that nice yeah. that you, <laughs> you just sprinkle people. Yeah. With. <laughs> yeah, as you sprinkle them and then once it hits them, you are you are now Canadian. Exactly. You are now granted <laughs> Oh yeah, you're now Canadian granted Canadian uh residency. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I don't think anything is more Canadian than Swiss chalet sauce, like honestly. It's a special Especially thing. even Canadian. It is. Sure we discussed this before, but I have a bad memory, so. It sure. Could you imagine if it wasn't what a faux pas that would be? My goodness. Then you'd have to take away my Canadian wow. citizenship. Yeah, then you, <laughs> you've been a fraud this whole time. No, it is from Canada. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, okay. Swiss Chalet aside, I think that. If you budget correctly and, I don't know, if you had a say, like, I think the dream would be, like, if I had a say in my own special day and I didn't have to invite my parents, like, you know, a hundred friends that they need to Mm -hmm. show off to and, like, save face for, you know what I mean? I think that's the biggest thing for for Asian families and, and immigrant first generation immigrant children that are like oh fuck i need to not only invite my friends but because my parents you know fucking walk to like 20 kilometers in barefoot in shit to go to school (laughs) back in the day in china and like was able to somehow swim the pacific ocean to like get here on a like a boat or something all asian illegally. parents tell the same five story <laughs> and like you know gave up everything just so that we could have a better life like do i owe like do i owe them you know the the courtesy of now like sh- have letting them show off their child and i think it's the worst part is chris it's like you're the only child i am the eldest so it's like there's so much pressure put on like you know people like us their children like us that are like fuck we are now the representative of our family and all our parents want to do is show off their kid and be like look my kid's getting married to a blah 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 and who's you know successful in this way and like look how look how great my like son-in-law daughter-in-law is like I don't know. How do you call it? Like them-in-law. I don't know. Um, them-in-law. Yeah. Like, you know, Look how great. Yeah. Look how great they are. Right. And like fucking show off and, and, and do all this stuff. Right. But like I, I think it's just so unfortunately like ingrained. It's like literally in our blood where we're like, yeah. oh, fuck. Like we have to. We have to let them do that because they went through all the troubles of like raising me and giving up so much of their life for me. And so like you give them this one day so that they can show off to all their all our friends and family that like, you know, I did a good job raising my child and now and now look at them. Right. So are you going to rob them from that day as much as it's your special day? It's also their special day. And I think like it's difficult for, you know, Asian immigrant children because we constantly think about this shit. Like yeah. it's not just for us. And I think what's really heartbreaking is like you don't have to worry about this kind of thing when you graduate university as a first generation. Like that should be a thing that we celebrate this way. You know what I mean? Marriage is just like a thing. Like you just sign some papers and you call it a day. Like there's yeah, no but real- you don't invite like your extended family and to that's your graduation. The thing. Like your graduation and like getting higher education, especially like coming from an uh, an immigrant family when you might be the first one to do that in your family. Like that's where that celebration should be put out, right? Like that's the thing where you should be calling every auntie and uncle back in the village and being like Yo, my kid's a college graduate. Like, come out and celebrate for this. Village. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. yo, we're throwing a whole thing because, like, that that's a huge deal. Right? 
No one cares about yeah, getting they married. Might still, <laughs> they might still pump water from a well, but they got that Wi-Fi and you call them uh, via You got to call them on WhatsApp. You yeah, know. you got to call <laughs> And be like, my kid went just graduated college, bro. Graduated U of T for fuck's sakes. <laughs> exactly. I don't know why my family sounds like Chadley, but like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but like. I can only do the Brad Chad accent. <laughs> that's okay. That's fine. <laughs> But, like, there are other things to be celebrating. Like, if that's the thing that you want to show off with your kid, show off for that. Like, nobody cares about a wedding. Literally no one cares because, it. guess what? Harsh reality, you're going to end up divorced in a few years anyways. So, like, this is just, like, a, a big party that you're throwing for no reason. So, at least if we're going to do it, do it for something that, like, you know, is tangible to the family. You know, like, my kid just graduated with an arts degree from a post-secondary education while we had to, you know walk 5,000 miles in blazing hot sun barefoot while we had, you know, alligator yeah. skin on our feet to keep <laughs> us from melting into the sand as we crossed the Just Sahara Desert. Just to get a Desert. liter of water back to the village. <laughs> as we, you know, had cholera because we had drank water from another place that we shouldn't have drank water from. <laughs> and fucking died from, like, you know, E. coli, but came back to life just we to came bring back me to from Canada. Endless diarrhea because third world country. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is just getting like worse and worse. Worse and worse. But yeah. But yeah. Like there are other times to be, uh, you know, to if you're going to shell out money like that, do it then. Do it then. Celebrate with your kid then. Like if, if for a wedding, like because the idea of eloping in Asian culture is like, the worst thing no, that you no. could do like yeah like you might as well just end up dead at that point like you deprived your parents from like celebrating this thing i'm like yeah but like they also just went through university and has you know stress disorders from not sleeping for like four years while they tried to like get good grades maybe we yeah, should celebrate that. Us that we couldn't kiss boys until we were like past 30 so how do you expect us to get married right now like, exactly right and you guys want kids y'all i have social anxiety <laughs> yeah i can't even say i can't even say the scientific word of like coochie because i'm just so immature and you want me to have kids no bro <laughs> I can't even say it properly. Can't even say it properly. Uh, yeah, but like realistically, I just I think in in this economy, it doesn't make a lick of damn sense to be looking at weddings, to be looking at spending this amount of money on one night. Also, a night from what I understand, if I'm listening to any of my friends recount stories of their wedding day, doesn't seem enjoyable for the bride and the groom. Like it's they wake up not. at like you know the crack of dawn like a farmer to go and get like your hair and makeup done for like six hours where you then like are sweating in your dress slash suit slash whatever attire you choose to wear as you rush to like the wedding where you know you might if you have crippling social anxiety can't even repeat what the poor officiant is trying to say and then you stammer and guess what that moment is recorded in history forever because of the videographer that you had to pay from like 15 different angles they got your mistake from like you know 13 different camera shots and now they're gonna weave that into your video and that's gonna end up on youtube so that's great and then it's like you then have to after you leave take pictures with literally everybody while you're you know people are waiting at a cocktail hour so you can go and eat dinner. That's probably going to be cold. You haven't eaten all day, so you're probably starving. Like, it's just like a, it just seems like hell on earth for one day where you just sign some papers. Yeah. Like, it doesn't, like, there's no happiness involved in that. You know what I mean? I like, you're just passed out by the, the argument. Wouldn't the argument be made that that night is not actually for you? Yeah. It's actually for everybody around you. And I'm like, I don't celebrate. like anybody that much true okay this this does not work this reasoning does not work with chris (laughs) (laughs) i'm like y'all i could be at home in my pajamas right now instead of listening to like you know 50 drunken aunties like you know kick off their heels and like wave their 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 dinner napkins to sweet caroline Mm. 
So, so then like, should I not invite you? Should I be wedded? If I was to be wedded, like, do I not? Are you not going to show up with a tux and like the mask? Bro, make it sweet and simple and short. And then expect me to leave promptly at nine o'clock after dinner. Okay. But T-Pain doesn't start until 9.30. (laughs) Bro, that is past my bedtime. And I'm jet lagged (laughs) because there's a three hour time difference. (laughs) It's okay. There will only be like a one and a half time difference when we have it in Winnipeg because it's half the cost. (laughs) And it's in between between us. Nikki's willing to do this in Winnipeg. What do you mean? They have ev- all, everything's flat there. So all you need to do is just stand on a ladder with binoculars and you'll see my wedding from like Edmonton. Nah, so. bro. I thought you were going to sit with Mr. Pharmacist at Nobu and elope that way. Just the two of you over sushi. <laughs> <laughs> you better hurry oh, up that server. You better hurry up the server is also an officiant. <laughs> save money twice. That fucking. Yeah, I'm going to save my my vows over a plate of black miso cod, bro. You better make that happen. <laughs> bro, that's like, I'm not even joking. That That is a perfect wedding. Yeah, you think so? Just that's the two of you going to wedding. your favorite restaurant? Yeah. And then just telling the, telling the waiter and be like, you are now blessed by the internet gods to be an officiant. Please read off of this instead of reading You're us like, the menu. You're like, bro, I will tip you 40%. Items. Just like, can you help a sister out right now? <laughs> Oh my god! In that in that raw in that raw oyster, it better be a fucking five digit emerald ring, or else I'm out of here. <laughs> Just oh every goodness. course they bring you. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like one 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 shell. It's like it's like a you know a dollar dollar oyster buck a shuck, and like there's buck-a-shuck. twelve there's twelve oysters. And then each one has one single part of the ring in it. So you this one to- has the actual band. And you have to put it together like Lego. <laughs> Nikki's just at the table with like glasses and like one of those little light things that are attached to the glasses. And like a, like and a the, soldering the, iron. Soldering, yeah. <laughs> soldering irons with just the sparks. <laughs> exactly. Just trying to weld her ring together. <laughs> <laughs> and at the end i'll be like yo this is the wrong fucking band size <laughs> like wrong girl bro wrong girl he's <laughs> like oh no this was for table number four yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're telling me i gotta do this all over again <laughs> shit <laughs> what do you mean farm to table this is farm to table <laughs> Oh my god, this is mine to table. <laughs> mine to <laughs> And it's the poor African child that brings you the fucking oysters. <laughs> and you're like, don't worry, bro, I got your 40% tip right here. <laughs> it's more than four grains of rice, trust me. Trust <laughs> We just give him one oyster and he's like, yeah. what am I meant to do with this? <laughs> Go back and plant it in your, in your desert. <laughs> you will grow a mighty oyster tree. <laughs> We're going to hell. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, guys, the moral of the story, like, listen, don't spend $60,000 on a wedding in this economy. Just don't do it. Like, save your money. You're all going to get divorced anyway. So, you know, at least have something to pay your lawyer. How am I supposed if to you explain are this do to it, Mr. Pharmacist? Like, what am I supposed to say to him? I'll be like, yeah, Chris tell told him, him to get married. Tell him that, I don't know, you guys are the exception to the rule and, like, Nicholas Sparks is going to write ballads about you or, like, some crap. I don't know. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Nice. But, like, if you're going to do it, just don't spend $60,000 on a wedding. There are a million other things you could do. And, like, just elope for Christ's sake and don't put me through this nonsense. Yeah. Just overall, just spend your money wisely. No one cares about flowers. Oh, I do. They're going to die. And nobody wants your your two chocolates in in a in a silver box with a with a Michael's bow on it that you spent, you know, literally $12 a bow, but you got it on discount for 10 cents off each bow. Don't do that to yourself. And don't employ your friends to make your favors either. We're not Martha Stewart. We don't want to do that. <laughs> 
Okay, well, that's Chris's take on weddings. Um, I'm I'm not as uh, you know, against it, but do I would say like do what you want to do as much as like if you are an immigrant child, like as much as you want to please your parents, it is a day for you and you know try to negotiate and sit down with your parents and let them know what the expectation is on your side in terms of how many guests you are willing to accommodate um and there's always going to be those difficult discussions with friends and family whether or not they're like invited or not but fuck them like you're not obligated to invite anybody it's a day for you and a day for your parents um and you know like just have that just have that chat like early on so that they don't get your parents don't get like you know ahead of themselves and start inviting like you know the whole fucking village back in like exactly china or you just take so, a page out of nikki's book and go to new just elope to la go to nobu <laughs> get married over a tasting menu at nobu yeah <laughs> That too. And then just come back pregnant. That's all you need to do. Just come back pregnant Yikes. and your parents will be okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then your parents will be more focused on the, the, the coming grandchild than to be upset at you for eloping and not having a wedding. Do you know what I mean? That's exactly. The, that's the loophole. Yeah. Nikki, don't do that to me, please. Jesus. I just had a friend tell me that she was pregnant. I was like, nah, bro. Nah. If the baby You're- mysteriously disappears, that's not on me. <laughs> Just saying. Oh, man. The baby can mysteriously disappear, and uh, it's okay because, you know. Mysteriously disappear. I'm pro, pro-abortion. pro Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Baby. Yeah, yeah. No, but you know what? Before we end this uh, long-awaited episode, I wanted to ask Chris yes. um, a very important question. Uh-oh. Uh, what do you mean, uh-oh? I want to start a, I want to start a thing where at the end of the episode I ask you like a moral and ethically challenging question. Ah, crap. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then we can, and then you share your answer on it and uh, and the reasoning, but like you can't have too much time to think about it because it's already the end of the episode. So today's question, I'll start you off with an easy one, okay? Because the next one will be very challenging. Okay. But I'll start you off with the easy, would you rather... Uh-huh. Be able to teleport or go back in time. Are you serious? Or, sorry, or time travel. Yeah. Time travel, hands down. Why? I want to, all of my favorite people are dead and I want to party with them. I want to eat pho with Anthony Bourdain in Hanoi and I want to like, you know, be mischievous with Oscar Wilde and I don't know, I want to, I want to, you know, peek at T.S. Eliot from a window while he like writes things. Yeah. Yeah, you can't change anything though, right? Like your existence doesn't change anything. I 100% don't want to change anything. Yeah. I just want to like, you know, party with some people that I really looked up to that are are okay. dead. Nice. Yeah. Perfect answer. <laughs> I just want to party with some dead cool people, you know? I just want to party with some weird artists. It's the most Chris thing Chris has ever said. <laughs> You're like, yeah, that's pretty on brand. Yeah, true. (laughs) But yeah. Nikki, I look forward to take pictures at your Nobu-themed wedding. That will be my gift to you. Uh, You don't have to pay for a photographer. I will come and take your pictures for you. Can I get like a same-day edit video too? Like, can I just like... You're damn right you can. (laughs) (laughs) You absolutely can. Because I will want to post that to my Instagram feed immediately. I've been like, guys... Nikki had the wedding of yeah. my dreams. <laughs> I didn't know I wanted I it until she said it. <laughs> it doesn't have to be at Nobu. I want to elope to Napa to go yeah, eat at the bro. French Laundry. <laughs> Legit. Honestly, wouldn't that be a dream, Chris? If your partner was to fly you yeah. fucking to Napa and you guys are just having dinner and they propose to you at the French Laundry with a... With the, f- the flowers that he picked earlier from the garden illegally at zero dollars. <laughs> <laughs> at not zero dollars. I mean, I, I listen, potentially, be- but I'd be like too in awe of the food in front of me. 
I would be bamboozled just by the food alone. I'd be like, nah, bro. This this moment right now doesn't need me in this moment. Like, I'm here with this food and Thomas Keller. Like, I don't need anything more than this moment. Wow. Like, wow. hold your horses. You're taking away from the ambiance of this food. That is – Chris is married to food. It's just end of story. It's so yeah. true. It's so funny. I've told people to shut up in front of me while I'm eating something just so I can, like, have a yeah. moment. Yeah, like there's um at Planta, go figure, at Planta Cocina, which is a plant-based restaurant, they do like what they call a mousse, but it's more of like a flan because there's no uh-huh. egg whites in it, right? So it's like, it's almost like a chocolate pudding, but it's like, it's Ooh. spiced. So there's like, there's like some chili in it and like some orange rind and it's just like, you eat it and it's like, it, you get like a punch of chocolate and then like an uppercut of like spice. And it's like... And then a slap of emerald green engagement ring. Exactly. (laughs) All of that at once. And then there's this beautiful, like, caramel on top. And, like, as you get your spoon... Like, you got to get, like, a full, like, spoon in. And I have been in the middle of, like, having this in front of people and be like, I need everybody to just shut up for a second just so that I can have a moment to appreciate everything that is on my palate right now. Just everyone shut up for a second. Okay, thank you. My stomach is grumbling as it as as we talk about You're that. You're gonna swallow your engagement ring without knowing it. Oh, a hundred percent. Um jokes on you. Shouldn't be there because it should be zero dollars. So <laughs> don't there shouldn't be Don't one. put the ring uh-huh. in the food because Chris is not gonna know. Don't ever put it on a breadstick. No, because I will hundred percent eat, eat it, it and swallow it and then she will have to shit it out and it will be a shit ring. And it'll just be yeah. a whole thing. It'll yeah. just be a whole thing. <laughs> good to know good to know yeah awesome well i hope you guys enjoyed this like (laughs) long-awaited very like i don't even know like it's it's a very like special episode to us because it's been in in like the planning stage for a very very long time and chris is really passionate about this this certain topic yes Bananas are expensive. Why are you spending $60,000 on a wedding? Can you feed yourself? God, $60,000 is your grocery bill for the month now because of inflation. So I mean, think if about you're that. you're eating like foie gras and like caviar every day, sure. Bro, if you're eating lettuce that was grown in Ontario because that is expensive <laughs> because of inflation. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine sixty thousand dollars for a grocery? You go to Costco and it's like their total comes to sixty thousand dollars. You're like, but I bought a bag of dumplings, frozen. <laughs> Literally, that's what it feels like, bro. Jesus, I paid like twelve dollars for like eight lychees the other day. I was like, what? Are these lychees made of gold? Disgusting. I have very strong feelings. I, could you believe that? I was so upset. <laughs> she was so upset, guys. <laughs> I think that's why I'm even more passionate about this. I'm like, bro, food is so expensive. Yeah. Don't do this to yourself. <laughs> Anyways, thank you guys for listening. Uh, as always, we love to hear from you. Hit us up on the Twitter or on the Hipstagram uh, and send us your thoughts on this. Are you going to have a $60,000 wedding? Are you going to buy groceries? At the same time, while paying your rent, if so, how are you doing it? And don't tell me you have a side hustle because I'm too tired for that. I I don't have enough hours in the day. I'm so tired always. And it's 40 degrees outside. I don't want to do anything but sit in front of an AC. Sell collarbone pictures to OnlyFans or like the back of your heel. I, nobody wants collarbone <laughs> pictures. Or like, you know, the like the little bendy part of your elbow. Because like in some certain angles, it could look like it could look like a butt. Anyways, thank you guys for listening to this week's episode. We'll see you guys in the next. Stay real. Stay real. <laughs>